Society has mistaken wealth to mean money and assets. The Wealth We Define podcast is focused on building generational wealth beyond the materialistic by focusing on our emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, and relational well-being. Together with a cohort of health and wellness advocates, we'll discuss ways to design your own path to true wealth on the Wealth Redefined podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce, and this is the Wealth Redefined podcast. Today, I'm joined by Yamel Torres, Doctor of Acupuncture and Chinese Medicine. Yamel, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. We have been chatting up uh, for a long time prior to jumping on the on the microphones, and what a conversation we've had so far. So, you know, the, the honor is ours and mine, and, and I'm just so grateful for you to be here. Oh, likewise. Uh, the conversation was fantastic. Uh, I, I, you know, you taught me something today, too. You know, it's as I was saying earlier, it's a... Uh, we're all teachers. We all learn if we're willing to open yourself up to learning. Absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> you know, and speaking of that, I just jumping into what you do because it's so different than anything we've had here before. Mm-hmm. But you know, originally, uh, well, you're from New Mexico. Right? I was born in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I was there for about a year. Then my mom and my dad they went to Chicago okay. to find work, and and that's where. I was pretty much raised, raised, educated, uh, grew up in Chicago, actually grew up in the uptown neighborhood. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then, uh, of course, it's different now than when I was so oh, yeah. growing, but then this is, this is I'm pretty much 100% Chicagoan. That's awesome. And, yeah. and uh, your mom was from Mexico, your dad's from Texas? Yeah, my dad was, my dad's from Texas, a small little town, uh, not too far from Edinburgh, uh, and then my mom was from uh, Mont- Monterrey, Mexico. Okay. Yeah. Everybody, know, everybody should know that, Monterrey. You know, we got the Monterey Jack. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, but, I mean, the terrible joke. But nonetheless, you know, <laughs> here we are. Um, you, you hear doctor of acupuncture and Chinese medicine. And, you know, for me, I mean, there's always preconceived notions. But to know your story, I think it makes it even more impressive that, you know, you have a, 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 a programming background, right? Or engineering background, yeah, right? I'm sorry. Yeah. So, so tell me a little bit about, you know, one, just the Yamel of yesteryear <laughs> before we get into, yeah. you know, the Yamel of today. Well, the Yamel of yesteryear, I mean, uh, you know, many of us um, uh, look and live, uh, try to live in the future, and uh, some try to live in the past. Uh, but, you know, we always want to be in the present. A hundred percent, hundred percent. But we look to the past to see where we are today. Uh, in the past, I mean, I'm a person uh, that went from a GED to a doctoral degree. No way. Um, yeah, I mean, I dropped out of high school my sophomore year. Wow, that I did not know. Yeah. Um, uh, there was eight of us. And so I had to, you know, roll up my sleeves and help when I could. Yeah. Um, Where did you fall in line? I'm the oldest. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. And so uh, I ended up, uh, uh, I always tell people that different people walk into your lives across your path to uh, change it for the better or for the worse. Yep. And so... Uh, I met someone that was very important to me, and in order to maintain this relationship with this person, I had to go back to school. Wow. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Um, and so I went back, got my GED, and from there I went ahead and went to DeVry and uh, got my engineering technologist degree. It was a bachelor's of science. 
And then I graduated and I worked for two, three years in the engineering field and worked with some PhDs in developing um, algorithms in signal processing. And uh, and then it was such a small company that you know they were going to go ahead and um, shut down. And mm. they recommended that I go back to school, that I go to a major university. And so I went to the University of Illinois, Chicago. Mm-hmm. And there I earned my bachelor's in electrical engineering. Wow. I graduated, uh, walked, uh, worked in the audio business for a bit. Then um, uh, my big thing was telecommunications. Uh, I worked for a company called Charles Industries. Hmm. Um, I worked as a component engineer and also um, developing um, uh, research and developing in what's called um, discrete single processing. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there on, uh, I decided that uh, I was getting tired of the, the corporate world, you know, uh, uh, and it wasn't drive, it wasn't a thrive like it used to be, you know, when you get up, I feel when you get up and you go to work it, it, and it's just work, it's not, it's not your passion, it's not mm-hmm. a passion anymore. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of what drew me into start looking to something else. Now, would you say that what the things that, that you were distancing yourself, was it something that you just found within your, that you couldn't identify or was it something clear to you? Like, you know what, I don't like this about, you know, the, the corporate culture or was it just a feeling that, that came over you more than it was a specific thing or things? Well, I have always done, I've always done martial arts, okay, oh. since the age of 12. When I got into engineering, uh, I gained weight. I couldn't do my training like I used to. I mean, I was working. Probably know, just sitting at a desk. Yeah. yeah. You know, did a lot of traveling. Go out to eat all the time. Uh, you know, you have yeah. no idea. Yep. And um, I started noticing that my body wasn't happy, wasn't having it. So that was the first thing, right? It was impacting the lifestyle. My yeah. lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, the um, in and out of uh, doing projects, but not always seeing the final thing. I was always in between, if you will, the beginning, um, but never the end. Mm. Um, mm. I was fortunate to great work with some great engineers, and uh, so much so that I, we ended up, I was part of a team where we, uh, I got a patent with the team. Wow. It's a big um, deal. Uh, it was at the time. Um, Especially now, in the field that you were in. Yeah. Um, and so uh, the work hours, the um, politics, the um, the dishonesty that sometimes plays in polit- politic mm-hmm. office, that, mm-hmm. that that drove part of it, you know. And, and it wasn't well, it wasn't, that didn't happen until well into being into the career. Um, and so that played into it. You know, and um, I felt like I could do more, like I could contribute contribute a lot better to people. Because as a martial art teacher, I've always helped people, you know, if not with their health, uh, with their understanding of things, um, uh, what drove them, what what kind of circumstances that were they were in that I could help them either physically by allowing them to take it out in their training uh, through the meditation we did um, all of these things 
I felt really good because people would come and say, thank you. I remember there was a student who, you know, was not happy and close to taking their, you know, her own life, you know? And, uh, and I'll never forget that person coming to me and sharing this with me and telling me, you know, if it wasn't for the outlet I had, I don't know. That, those type of moments I really enjoyed. And so what can I do on the same trajectory as uh, traditional martial arts, traditional healing, um, that landed, landed, uh, landed me in uh, Eastern medicine. So at that time where you, I guess, as much as you were reminded of what you did for others, it seemed like you were also looking for your own healing then as well. That's a, that's a very good point. Um, healing is, uh, healing for me was always going on, you know, in the sense that uh, I, I'm, I'm a product of, of uh, a single, single parent because uh, uh, my dad, you know, wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so that, Eight kids and a mom. Wow, I yeah. can't even imagine that. Um, so there, there definitely was some healing in terms of you know, uh, who do I look up to, right? And thank goodness that the universe has always put people in my life that were examples of this is what you could do, this is what you could be, right? Um, and so that in itself, knowing what I can do, what I want to be, or uh, some sort of guidance is a form of healing to me. Absolutely. Um, but it also seemed like at the time, you know, when you started this corporate job that you had some physical healing to do as well, right? Going, I'm sure it just took a toll on you. You know, uh, working in this job did take a toll on me. It made me more irritable. It made me less patient. Um now, are these things that you were noticing in at the moment, at the time that, that you were, you know, expressing that, or, or is this something that you can now look back on and reflect? Or, you know, were you aware of it at the time? I guess is, is more the question. Um, initially, no, but slowly, people pointed it out to me. Oh, really? Oh, well, yeah. In, in particular, <laughs> my partner. <laughs> Fair enough. You know. Fair enough. And um. Uh, and, and, and that, that took a toll, you know, and, and at work, you know, people were like, you know, uh, especially when they began to downsize, people were all, a little nervous yeah. and whatnot. Tensions are high. Tensions was high. And for me, I had always prepared for that. You know, I was always ready to, I always, I'm a type of person that always has a plan B, if you will. And I was already teaching on the side, uh, college algebra, you know, electronics, um, just in case, you know, I would be in the first wave and I was in the third wave of, of, of the downsizing. Gotcha. <clears throat> um, but to, to, to your question in terms of healing, um, there's, I think we're always healing. It, it is minute as, as a simple disagreement with your partner, right? As minute as that. Um, energetic healing is always happening. Uh, even if we, even when we don't when we don't know it. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. Now, one of the things that you had mentioned before was, even though your plan B was 
sort of a plan B. Mm-hmm. It was, it just seemed like much more of, it was much like plan A, right? Where mm-hmm. it was exactly. that corporate environment exactly. and, and, and you were again subject to that. Yeah. So, so it, it kind of followed you yeah, it <laughs> to did. a teaching job, right? Tell yeah. me about that. And, and then what was the catalyst to decide to jump into what you do now? Well, um, I was initially, I was enjoying teaching. I enjoyed, because again, that's, that's, that's helping. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've always thought it's tough for education to be a corporate business and, you know, medicine to be a corporate business because it can be. Yeah. Right. Um, and so as I was teaching and uh, things became different, uh, these schools that I was working for, they were more looking at the retention of students rather than the transfer of knowledge. It began to go against uh, my thought of giving someone something um, to learn and to understand, like the saying goes, teaching them how to fish, right, rather than give them the fish. Right, right, right. right? And um, and exactly right. It, it became a, a corporate thing again. And, uh, and again, I was also unhappy about it. And so uh, I all along through my whole life, you know, from 12 till now, I've always practiced martial arts, whether it's been every day or it became once or not a week when I was Mm -hmm. working as an engineer, but it's always been there. And so... I'm assuming something you enjoy. It it was... It saved my life in many different ways, but that's a conversation for another (laughs) time. Um, It's definitely something I enjoyed and and mold my life and mold my path. Um, And so when teaching became more of a corporate chore um, one of my students uh, asked me if I'd go with them to see this school, this particular school um, uh, about massage and I was still trying to figure out what was the next thing I wanted to do because I know I wasn't happy with what I was doing. So you were looking, I mean you were looking for options. Absolutely, absolutely and you know, what kept me there was the pay, of course you know, you you. You know, engineering is a well-paying job. Call right? the golden handcuffs. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but at some point, you know, my, my, my partner supported me, and, uh, and you know, she says, if I don't let you go, you're going to be like, what if? And if I let you go, we're going to go through this, but just do it. So I did it. I jumped in. You know, when, when I visited this school, uh, and in particular, the school, I'd like to school, the Pacific College of Oriental Medicine. I'm going to throw that plug in for them, you know? Is it the one that's out west? It's actually, there's two. Oh. There's one here in Chicago, uh, downtown, and then there's one in um, uh, San Diego, where I got my oh, doctoral. Wow. Okay, right. no, I didn't know that. Um, in any case, um, I went and I saw what they offered, mm-hmm. and it was like a, a bull lightning hit me. It's like this is what I want to do. You know, this lady was doing qigong, which I do qigong. And there was massage tables demonstrating. There is a table where they're doing acupuncture, and I said, "This is this is what I want to do. This is goes." So you knew instantly. I mean, the minute you walked in, that was there was it. no question. There was no question. And you haven't looked back since. Um, no, you know, there was no question in the beginning, but as I got going, went through the program, because it's a very rigorous program. Mm. I mean, I had to take four board exams. Wow. I had to get licensed, right? This is, a, I had to get no joke. nationally certified. 
uh, it, it was it was a major process. At some point, I was like, "What did I do?" You know, this is more than I thought. You know, but every time a new course started that picked my interest, it just motivated me again. So there was, you know, it, it's like when I was an undergrad, <laughs> an undergrad in the, at UIC. Uh, I was in engineering, right? And uh, there was this course. I, I, would, I decided to take a four hundred level course. I don't know what possessed me. But I took a $400 course, right? And it's called Control Engineering, uh, Control Digital Engineering. And um, I, I needed to get a decent grade in this, you know, because, you know, when you're going to school, at least for me, you know, I had to go through this process of grants and loans. And so and you had to maintain a certain grade. For sure. And then a little bit of fear set in and says, oh, my God, if I don't get through this, I've already pulled all these loans you're going to be responsible uh, for it, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> That's a motivation right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, the short the, the, uh, the short of it is that, you know, I got a good grade and I got through it. <laughs> you, needed, you got the motivation you needed, right? Yeah. The universe always gives you what you need. So when I was in, in uh, medicine, Eastern Medicine School, I got that, that flashback yeah. when I was having difficult times. Yeah. And I was like, no, I can do this. Yeah. You know, I can do it. I did it before. I'll do it again. Yeah. And and it was just the material that just uh, pulled me in, you know. And then I started getting into other things, you know, the meditation more deeply, the idea of, of spirit teaching, the idea of of um, herbs. I love learning about herbal medicine because um, it's been around forever, and, and <laughs> people don't realize this. No. It's been for thousands of years, yeah. you know. It's just that when greed came in and decided they want to monetize on those yes, things, right? Yes. <laughs> it always irks me because um, there's a there's a herb called ma wang, and um, this herb we use it when we were able to use it. We we use it for um, respiratory issues, right? And uh, of course, the industry, the health industry, um, f- from what I understand, they ended up taking uh, just one of the components because an herb is made of many constituents, right? And they decided to take the, the, the one active ingredient, which is called ephedra. Ephedra, it's kind of yeah. like a stimulant. It yeah, is a yeah. stimulant, right? Well, yeah, they had the, the whole thing with the ephedra with the yeah. workout stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, and the people started, started dropping. Heart attacks. Yeah. And, yeah. And so next thing you know, that herb was pulled. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But it's because they're not using the whole herb. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you're extracting it in, in, in pure quantity. Yeah. I mean, it's like anything else. Yeah. Anything in large quantity is going to be bad for you. Yeah. yeah. And so we lost that, that particular herb. And, wow. And, um, what a shame. But that idea of herbal medicine, yeah. you know, because you wonder, how did... You know, how do people take care of themselves? And herbal medicine is not just um, uh, attuned to China. Right, right. I mean, South America, Central America, Mexico, you know, Eastern Europe, they all have some sort of what they would call now folk medicine. Yeah, but no. they're using herbs. No, this is, it's the same thing. Yeah. I mean, we're just, I mean, even now, I've, the, 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 the psilocybin and mushrooms, yeah. they were talking about how, yeah. you know, the, it could be now medically available. Yeah. But, but because of that, what's free and available and should just be, now they're talking about how to monetize it and turn it's, it into a pill so that you can't get it yeah. in plain form. Exactly. And it's like, come on. Yeah. Like, exactly. We've not learned anything. Yeah. Now you're going to take this. So anyway, I, I totally agree. I, I, I t- you know, 
it's the same old story. It is. It, it always story. is. It always is. Uh, so, so I guess, you know, th- this is called the Wealth Redefined Podcast. And, you know, there's an interesting, uh, you know, just juxtaposition that you're in in terms of how you went from being in corporate America, you know, thinking you were going to do something a little more altruistic and mm-hmm. teaching and back to corporate America, mm-hmm. you know, realizing mm-hmm. you're in the same fishbowl. But mm-hmm. how does your perception of wealth now change or has maybe just evolved? Maybe we we'll won't say change, right? But evolve from where you started off in this career, you're, you know, an engineer, corporate America, and then you get put in this position where you say, this is where I need to be. Right? How does overall now your idea or where is it at compared to where it used to be in terms of what you define as wealth? Okay. So to me, I always, I always tell um, my students, uh, my patients, uh, however you like to uh, refer to these um, people that come to see me, that wealth is monetary, wealth is knowledge, wealth is health. And so my biggest push uh, at, at this point of my career is um, without your health, you can't have the monetary wealth. Without your health, you can't have the family you want. Without the, the, the health, there's a lot of things you cannot do. Or enjoy, right, for that matter. You, you know, your, your lifestyle is, is hinged on your health. And so... Um, I really believe that the at the top of uh, the food chain, if you will, health is, is, should be the number one because everything else can come from that. Absolutely, 100%. And so when I crystallized that more and more as over the years, because I've been practicing since 2004, uh, 2011, in, in Chinese medicine and, and um, acupuncture, uh, slowly, you know, I, people would come in with all these health issues. And some of them, you know, were very well off, but they couldn't enjoy their monetary wealth. Well, sometimes the more well off you are, the more miserable, right? Very so. And I see it, you know, I hear it, you know, and I understand it intellectually, but when I saw it, it really hit home. Interesting. Right? Because we, we can say, yeah, you know, the more money you have, you know, and then you don't have your health. We, we intellectually understand that. But when you see it, then it's like, yes. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I guess for those people, you know, well, you mentioned uh, patients, students. I don't think this is as difficult today being that it's 2022, but, you know, maybe 50s, 60s, the idea of, you know, Eastern medicine, Chinese medicine may not have been so welcome, right? Uh, how do you feel like today, what are the, some of those conversations you're having where it's really taking people's perspe- perceptions of what they believe, you know, out of their own ignorance, right? Mm-hmm. But that that one is, is, is opening them up to what you do a little more, right? And mm-hmm. specifically to those listening that say, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm hearing it, I'm, I'm intrigued, but I don't know if this is for me mm-hmm. or you know, what, what do you say to those people? How do you have those conversations? Well, I've actually run into some of these people, and then suddenly I get colds. And they say, Dr. Torres, I got COVID. You know, and they're telling me just to stay home and wait it out. 
Nice, nice. Okay, send me a picture of your tongue. Let's take down your symptoms. And let's get an herbal formula going for you to mitigate your symptoms and give you some relief. When they get it and they start feeling relief, then their eyes open and say, I had an alternative. Yeah. And that's what's happened with, with my practice, I, especially in my martial arts school. Because <clears throat> in my martial arts school, I've had students that got COVID because, you know, they, walk, they, they work. Uh, some of them are engineer professionals. Some are teacher professionals. So, so I have a few that are nurse, mm. right? And um, they call me and say, I can't come to class. And they tell me why. And, uh, and, and we talk and I get them. I write down an herbal formula for them help release their symptoms, speed up the process in the sense that of uh, feeling better. Um, there are people that um, are, uh, I have, a, I had a recent nurse that um, works, uh, I think in Rush, and she got COVID and she got over, but she has all these long, like what they call long haul COVID people, you know, fatigue, brain fog, uh, uh, pain, joint pain, and you know, the, the the doctor says, okay, I'm going to refer you to a neurologist, and I'm going to refer you to a psych, blah, 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 blah. But they can't get in till two, three months into the year. Yeah. So she said, she goes, I just had to, I looked you up, and your reviews were great. And Oh, no way. She she just sought you out. Look yeah. at that. Yeah. So people really are looking for this stuff. But I'm sorry, you were saying? Yeah. So she, 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 because she, 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 you shouldn't get in to see anybody. Wow. And so... Uh, those people have been converted and they come and they start then i say okay look um it's been shown <clears throat> in in eastern uh, countries like china and other countries that doing former breathing exercises what we call qigong or or tai chi helps the lungs again it helps how could it not right <laughs> it's just like it's like a, 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 literally a, a, an exercise for the very thing that COVID is uh, attacking yeah. at its, you know, yeah. its yeah. core. So, but, uh, on top of helping the lungs, it helps with the anxiety. Oh, 100%. Helps the anxiety. It helps the depression. It, I mean, honestly, it can go away. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it in myself. This is firsthand, yeah. you know, so I, I agree with you. And so, so when you have these things, one of the things that you had mentioned was, um, it, we agreed upon, I guess, was, you're not really healing anybody. You're helping them heal, right? Mm -hmm. But that the healing comes from within. Mm -hmm. So is this a matter of, you know, with, with any kind of herbal ingredients or things that, you're, that, that people are, are taking, um, is it that it's, a, it's a, an immune system function that you're, you know, helping or aiding? Or is this something that's independent of that? I mean, I'm sure it can't be, right? But on some level, it's all working together. Mm -hmm. But tell me, like, what is, not necessarily the science behind it, right? But more or less just help us understand, you know, what it is that, that is happening when when you have those interactions. Okay. So um, I'll, give you a, I'll give you an example of, of, of someone that I helped with uh, post-COVID. So their resting heart rate, 110, 120, right? That's pretty fast. Uh, and what should it be at? Typically, people are like are 70, 78. Mm -hmm. Those that are athletes, sometimes, you know, 68, mm -hmm. you know. 
Um, so one twenty. One twenty is pretty high, <laughs> you know. But that it can. And every time I, I check for the oxygen using the ox- oximeter, um, you know, their oxygen levels go up, but their rate, their heart rate, is really high still. And so, me, uh, to me, that translates as internal heat. In Eastern medicine, you look at things as heat, cold, dampness, right? Um, and so, when you have a lot of heat still in the body, driven by the pathogen of COVID, uh, you get anxious, uh, you feel flutter, uh, and there's this discomfort. And so being heat, if you look at a fire, it rises and it scatters, right? And uh, same thing, when it's in the body, it's affecting you, right? And so I'll look at the tongue. I'll look at the pulse. The pulse is 120. The tongue is red. And and say, okay, this person, energetic, post-COVID, is excessive heat. Mm. And so then I will write a formula uh, or modify an existing formula that's been, you know, used, you know, empirically for hundreds of years. And you modify specifically for that person. For, for specifically, I custom make mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And then the, the goal is to bring down that heat. And one way to see is the tongue becomes pink instead of red. The pulse begins to go down to like 90 and, and how quickly does this happen? It can happen. Uh, it can happen in four days, and it can happen in seven days. It just dep- depends how how uh, ingrained uh, uh, it's in within the body, yeah. right? Energetically, right? Which is still a lot less than some of the times that I've heard. I mean, talking about months. Sometimes. Yeah, so some you know some people go a month, and I and, and it's true. Like I have other people that you know have been with me for two months. Their symptoms slowly getting better. But, you know, I know that in the Western community, they're doing research to uh, fight, help fight some of these con- uh, some of these symptoms. And, yeah. you know, but Eastern medicine already has things that are herbs that will help with these uh, symptoms that they get. Uh, management of pain. That's another big thing. That's what acupuncture is really famous for. Managing pain, helping people uh, with swelling, joint, um, just... Uh, esoteric type of uh, illnesses that they come to me because the doctor recommended uh, steroids and it's not helping them. Yeah, no, and usually doesn't. <laughs> I mean, it's a short-term fix, but yeah. it's, 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 so steroids are pretty bad. <laughs> long-term, they, long-term effects. That, that they yes, long-term effects. And it's, you know, I, I tend to be integrative in the sense that, uh, for example, I had a person that had uh, severe lower back pain in the sciatica. And one doctor per- prescribed them, uh, like, I think four, four milligrams, a very low dose of, of uh, um, steroid uh, to help reduce the inflammation. And then I did the acupuncture. And that nice combination helped mm. relieve it. And this is where I think, you know, uh, Western medicine and Eastern medicine can come together and really uh, help. So you're not asking anybody to leave their, you know, medications and say, hey, you, you can't come to me of this. I mean, it sounds like it's a very welcoming, yeah. you know, hey, let's try this out and see if it, right. if it works for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I have, I have colleagues who are very, <laughs> very gung-ho on just Eastern medicine. But, you know, 
I believe that you want to have the best of both worlds. Like holistic, you know, the holistic to, yeah. Eastern medicine, along with the Western medicine when it's needed. Yeah. Like once she was done with with the, that that um, I think it was four or seven days. I said, okay, now you can stop. And I know, I know she was going to go back and say, but let's now do the needles and let's let's do some natural anti-inflammatory herbs, mm-hmm. right? That are going to help. And what I mean by anti-inflammatory, I mean. Herbs that have shown to reduce inflammation. I mean, we know these through research. There. I mean, this is a fact. This is not yeah. even like this is undisputed. Yes. <laughs> yes. Inflammation is caused by what you eat as much as you know you can reduce it by with what you eat. Right? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And 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 the big thing is is now now the the Western uh, thought they've done a lot more research on acupuncture and they're seeing very good positive outcomes. Mm-hmm. They're doing research on herbs and they're saying they're saying, hey, it works. Well, it right? has, it has. Right? Of course, it does. And, and and so I'm 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 very pro integrative, um, but I'm not like if someone came to me first, oh, I said, let me let me work on you first before you go. Mm-hmm. And if I cannot help them, then then. You need to go see your doctor. Sure. And I think that's, and I have, I work with a doctor too, you know, uh, an MD. When he has something that's going on and it's not going on, he'll refer him to me. Oh, wow. That, and that, if we could work that way, it the world would be, be much better. so awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's amazing. And, you know, if you're out there listening, I would encourage you that even if it's not something that you totally, I would say, have, have been exposed to in the past that it's something that just to consider a, a, an alternative to to yourself to your family um, but you can contact him out by reaching him on the form below he'll get that directly and, and, and like I said just to, to, to give yourself an opportunity more than anything else to to, to, to see a different vantage point than just the traditional I'm not saying the traditional modern medicine right but you know, with that being said, I just want to thank you, Emil, for coming in, Absolutely. sharing your story, what you do, and the healing that you're helping others attain. Thank you.